punching. Uh, U.S. Open. U.S. Open. Djokovic, baby. Yeah, man. Been watching all, right. all the young girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in. <laughs> That's staying in. Oh, man. Oh, watching man. the baby. Eagles. It is actually uh, appropriate. It's all these teenagers winning and moving forward in the U.S. Open tournament. Well, much more important is the uh, World Cup 18. qualifiers, guys. Yeah, that's going on right now, too. I got that. Okay. Let's do this. Ready? Let's do this. Welcome to Curiosity Public Podcast. My name, Dutch. My name, Jules. Dylan. And yes, another one of our weekly ramblings as, as they've become recently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just saw what Jules is going to drink right now. <laughs> Uh-oh. I didn't actually see it, but in honor of whatever it was, I am going to be pouring some Cad Bull Estate 15 here. <laughs> I hope that's what you grabbed, Jules. Uh, it uh, is not this time. You, you missed the mark, man. <laughs> Dang. Other I one should have grabbed that, but is uh, my other go-to during these podcast recordings, Colonel E. H. Taylor. <laughs> I saw that big yellow sticker, and I like, okay, there it is. <laughs> All right, so I'm still waiting. I think for the Cadbull Part Two, Part Two. It's the same thing, though, isn't it? It's also a 15 year old. I don't know girl. what the deal is. Anyway, I don't know where it is. Okay, so I am drinking. Freeland Spirits Bourbon Whiskey from Portland, Oregon, or Oregon. Look at that bottle. That looks like an old football. That is a big bulb. It is an interesting bottle for sure. And it is actually owned and operated by women. And it's a wom- uh, woman business. So that's a uh... woman business. <laughs> it's got a inter- woman owned business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I've been I've been going to this. It's it's pretty low proof. It's forty six percent. It's cocktail level. It's really low for Dylan. Yeah, yeah. In, in terms of the proof, but uh, I've been going back to it. It's a weird blend. It's a blend of like three and twelve year, and it's sourced unknown source. Weird. They are starting to distill and barreling their own stuff, but uh, but they make gin and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, that's what I'm trying, and I'll bring it for you guys to try. Very. Cool. Do they produce enough to enter the spirits competition? I think so. Uh, the one that I have the small batch. is Batch 11, Bottle 5081. That should probably be. Oh, enough. yeah. 5,000. <laughs> yeah. So, Other than it's only distributed here in the West Coast. <laughs> only in Oregon. It's, it's available everywhere. All right. Well, Dylan, you said that you wanted to tell us about something. Yeah, Why yeah. Why don't you so, tell us about it? All right. I, know, I, I, don't know whether, I don't know where this is going to go, but he said he wanted to tell us something. So Yeah, so I know you guys have been... I don't know if you watched the Olympics. I know we talked about the Olympics and the whole yeah, of course. thicker uh, controversy in a podcast a couple co- podcasts ago. Uh, but <laughs> but um, click on that link and watch that. It's called Goal Ball. I'm wa- I've been watching Goal Ball and I've never seen anything like it. It's part of the oh, uh, Goal Ball. Yeah, Goal Ball. I thought you were saying Gold Ball. No, did I say duh? I don't think I heard duh. It's Goal Ball. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? Oh man so it's basically like blindfolded soccer yeah and i think it has a like no, it's a, like blindfolded dodgeball kind of there's a bell i think on the ball so have to echolocate 
Yeah, and it's like, uh, you know, wait, you this to... is seriously an Olympic sport. Yeah, it's a Paralympic sport. Oh, I see. Is it for I blind know. athletes? Yeah, yeah. The blind athletes only. Well, but why are they wearing blindfolds? If you're, because you can just a... be legally blind but still see. Yeah, oh, it was. Yeah, it was true. originally. It was originally designed for uh, legally blind athletes. Mm. But if you are not impaired, you still have to wear all of this so that it's all equal. So it makes it even. Yeah, but it's really fascinating because you're essentially it's like hand ear coordination that's what you need like you're you're basically using sounds and trying to figure out yeah fascinating fascinating i've never seen this before and uh never heard of it never seen it yeah now i'm actually blown away it was kind of like uh accomplishing this is like daredevil right yeah it is daredevil level right yeah daredevil Uh, i'm for whatever reason first thing i thought of those like bird box it's like oh man did they create a sport out of the movie bird box since everyone was doing like that bird box challenge mm, i don't know you know <laughs> fascinating guys this, this reminds me out. i'll have the link in the podcast <laughs> description <laughs> this reminds me a long time ago when i first saw curling yeah and i I've ne- i never saw curling before in my life and i saw it and i said wow this is really well we should describe it for our podcast listeners so there's basically it's three on three it's like it looks like about the size of like what like a badminton court or something or like or a like volleyball a court indoor court. volleyball yeah. court yeah. And basically the back line is one giant soccer net. Yeah. It's not very tall, maybe a head shorter than most of the players. Maybe like five feet tall, it looks like. Yeah, or four, yeah. Oh, and four. there's a big blue bouncy ball, and everybody has to wear these big blindfolds. It's like a big blue dodgeball. Yeah, there's three on three, and they can like lie down to block the ball. It looks like the ball has to bounce. There's like there's a bunch of lines on the court, so I'm assuming that the ball does have to bounce at some point. But man, this is bizarre to watch. I think what's really fascinating, so besides them scoring blind, obviously, but it's like when they score and then they cheer, how they find each other, they cheer together. (laughs) That's the thing, right? It's, it's really fascinating. That's like, the athel- I don't uh, even know <laughs> which way to go. Yeah. <laughs> so they are like um when they do huddle and stuff, they do take off their masks, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And they cheer and like, you know, get each other pumped. Yeah. This is cool. This is weird, but it's cool. So anyway, I've never seen anything like that. Yeah, I've been I've been uh watching these types of sports. I've been watching, you know, it feels like Dodgeball, you know, the movie, mm-hmm. the ESPN Ocho. Yeah. Like this is the stuff that you'd see on the like on the, the alternative network. And uh yeah, I'm I'm all in. Oh, bold move, Dylan. Bold move. Exactly. Wow. Gold <laughs> um, well, yeah. I mean, we started talking about YouTube right before we started the podcast. And I wanted to tell you guys about this ridiculous channel I started watching. I came across this video. I, I shared the link with you guys. This guy basically goes around and finds leftover materials. And then he he melts them down and casts them. So he'll find like copper cabling. He'll like find old motors and strip them and pull out all the copper and aluminum and sort it all out. And then he has, you know, these various furnaces. There's no talking. It's just strangely soothing to watch. I don't know why. Is that what they say the ASMR ASMR style? (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. No, I'm watching that. This is like a dream come true, right? Because this is what I would be doing. It's amazing. Um, It's ASMR'd out. It's amazing. It's amazing. He'll he'll randomly just feed his dogs in between, but then he'll, you know, he'll strip these cables. He'll pull all the copper out. He'll put it in the, whatever they call it, the fryer, melt, melter. What's it called? Smelter. Wow. Uh, You know, I can't get over the fact that he is just touching the stuff. Eating his dogs. No, with his bare hands. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like like wear a glove, man. Yeah. He cuts into like these electric motors, like pretty big electric motors. And he'll usually not wear gloves. I'm just like, dang. 
dude. He's either very careful or just has a death wish. Yeah, it's oh, amazing. Wow. But anyway, very cool. Oh, man. No wonder you sent us this episode, Dutch, because uh, whatever he melted down, he puts in a big block of ice. He puts everything <laughs> in a big block of ice. That's like his shtick. So after oh, is he it to it cool down, it down? He knocks it down. He throws it in a block of ice, and then he'll usually break the ice with like a big cinder block or something. Oh, okay. Like one time he threw like a plasma TV on it, like random stuff. Wow. So there's like a good sense of humor built into it. But uh, and then he'll always take a beer break like halfway through. Uh, 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 he'll just go and grab a beer and sit down. And then he'll sometimes he'll polish what he casts. Um, sometimes he doesn't. So it's amazing because, you know, I love those bricks. Yeah. You, trust me, you guys will probably lose a couple hours uh, on this uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> I don't doubt it, man. I'm actually surprised this was not recommended to me already. I think the algorithm factored me into it. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, we don't need to tell Jules about this because yeah. Dutch obviously will. <laughs> Dutch will binge watch all these. Yeah, exactly. Which he has. Totally, totally. Oh man, he's getting some squid out. <laughs> Uh, so what about you, Jules? What's been on the uh, Jules playlist? Oh, it's funny. Like when you're mentioning that we're going to talk about like what we've been watching on YouTube, like I go down my YouTube history and it's like, okay, movie trailer, movie review. That's it. <laughs> so <laughs> have, you seen, down, have you seen how, the, uh, uh, the Matrix? How, how the new Spider-Man ride at Disney's California Adventure works. So there you go, man. Have you guys seen the new Matrix trailers? Teaser? I have. Sorry. Keanu, man. Yeah. The full trailer is supposed to come out tomorrow, actually. So. Oh, right. I said tomorrow yeah. or Friday. I think it's, yeah. I think it's, it's supposed to be right? another full trailer. This is yeah. another. Why didn't he cut his hair? <laughs> That's my is, this, why, is this John Wick in the Matrix? Is yeah, it's just it? all John Wick, right? I mean, or unless they're doing like a crossover. Well, that was the funny thing is I saw the teaser and I'm like, wait, is this a fan trailer where they just took footage of him from John Wick and mm-hmm. like put the green Matrix? Uh, font up that's what i thought it's like yeah if he's in the matrix why does he have hey residual self-image whatever he's older now exactly he's a movie star yeah <laughs> so <laughs> but I, I don't know anything about this i don't either i know that there's a young morpheus oh, okay so they're not bringing back Lawrence fishburne i don't know larry oh. the fish might be in the movie but if he is he hasn't been in the trailers. Yeah. I think the idea is that, you know, they restarted the Matrix, right? At the end of the horrible third movie. Um, right. Well, that was also like reboot number 50 million. Yeah. Who knows? Whatever. Right? So this is this is another version of the Matrix. Right. So why would Neo end up in it? I have no idea. <laughs> right. Because he always does. He is a product of the Matrix. Maybe he has become the virus. Oh, we know he is. He's the mm-hmm. counter virus, right? He's always the counter virus. <laughs> what, the mechanic? antivirus yeah. i remember that in the movie colonel sanders explained it all but i have no idea what he said a cooler voice though. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong, <laughs> wrong with your microphone <laughs> with my microphone i don't know why with what happened it's because you don't have like the studio headset i don't have the head i'm trying to go do this recording without headphones yeah, I don't know. Something don't your auto-tuned feedback Uh-oh. loop is That's just going to be interesting to hear on playback. Yeah, and you know our, our audience is like, well, "What is going on?" It's He's like, "Look, T-Pain. it's just jewels." Like, what else is new? Yeah, I didn't know crazy. that uh, T Pain like lost all of his money. That was a oh, I saw was... that too. Yeah, he went bankrupt. <laughs> I saw that too. Yeah, no <laughs> other YouTube uh, <laughs> video that popped up into my feed was uh, buying the boyfriend experience in Japan. What does that even? Of mean? course, that comes up in your feed. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like apparently young women in Japan are turning away from marriage and relationships. And if they need a companionship or something for, you know, I think Conan O'Brien did this too, where you can rent a family. Oh, um, and you, yeah, okay. In here, you rent a boyfriend or, you know, I get, I'm 
assuming they they have a girlfriend as well, maybe. But um, which after Conan's bit doesn't seem as interesting because it's like at least you could rent a whole family. Right. He re- rented an <laughs> he, entire. He went family. all out. Right. Well, I'm going through my YouTube history feed again, and like the thing that excites me actually is I was watching a bunch of the Dune reviews started coming. I have out. not been watching the reviews and people. Well, so not actual official reviews, but like basically like the test scoring. Okay. Like so with the test audience, some of the scoring and stuff, and so what people have been saying from that and so you know so there's like no spoilers nothing but they're just saying that this stays true to the books this nice. is going to be the movie that everyone's yeah gonna i've heard the phrase like, like the, the most version. epic sci-fi movie that yeah kind of stuff being thrown away around so, so that got me really excited it's like the, that those basic reviews are in it's like oh man at least at least then they're not turned off right so it's like yeah <laughs> Or else then that'd be like the warning shot. So I just shared another video with you guys because I forgot to tell you about this one. Have you guys heard of Red Nile? Red Nile? No. Yeah. So he's like some chemist, right? And I I came across this. I think it was because I was watching all those like smelting things, like the copper things and whatnot. Yeah. And I came across this video where he like somebody sent him a bunch of like gold jewelry and he went through the whole chemistry thing of like how to strip the gold out, put it into solution and then purify it and like make a little mini gold bar out of it. Yeah. And then I found another one where he like tries to figure out if cyanide actually smells like almonds or not and it's pretty chemistry heavy but it's also done in a very entertaining manner and it's easy to follow and wow. good visuals and all that stuff so i kind of thought you guys would have heard of this one i don't know why no i haven't heard of this <laughs> it's <just> nerdy enough <laughs> What, like the, you, the chemistry stuff? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the cyanide one was fascinating, right? Because everybody has heard that, right? Like the cyanide smells like almonds. Almonds, yeah. But it's very specific. If you actually look at like what the CDC says, I don't know if it's CDC, whatever it is. It says it smells like bitter almonds. But huh. bitter almonds are like poisonous because they actually contain a lot of cyanide and you don't ever really eat them. We always eat sweet almonds. So he yeah. actually like goes and he gets bitter almonds oh, and wow. extracts the cyanide from it. And he's like, it actually smells more like cherry to him at least. But actual like purified cyanide cyanide he said it didn't really smell like anything it smelled like chemicals he said huh so crazy yeah there that's you go. pretty cool is it yeah now i have like two new channels i gotta subscribe to <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I don't how think many that... hours of, of lost time do you think but didn't you do all of this in advanced chemistry smell cyanide no no yeah, did we you? did all this stuff. Is this high school chemistry? Yeah. You know, honors kindergarten. <laughs> say, all right, isolate cyanide. Okay. <laughs> wow. You probably had that what, anarchist cookbook you were working off of, right? Mm, exactly. <laughs> oh, you know that? Oh, man, that brings me back because I remember looking at that uh, as a kid. You are definitely on a CIA it watch was a, it was in a, uh <laughs> It was on the BBS server somewhere, I remember. And it was fascinating because you can get these like documents from all over the place. And it's a brave new world, right? During that period. Yeah. Like uh, the internet. Yeah. It was the internet. Right. And uh, and only yeah. a select few would go on it. But uh, yeah, I mean, the chemistry stuff is all right. Didn't you guys all experiment with stuff when you were a kid? I had a chemistry set as a kid, but I'm kind of really bad at reading manuals. So I would just mix random things together and see if I could get a reaction. Mm. <laughs> I remember when I was like, I don't know how old I was. I was in elementary school. I know it was in elementary school. Um, one of the friends went down to Mexico and brought back all of these fireworks. And so we would take it all apart, get all like the black powder and all that kind of stuff and would put it in a PVC pipe. And we would create our own like rocket systems. And uh, we had like a shoulder mounted uh, <laughs> launch. Rocket systems. <laughs> That's what you call yeah. it. Like uh, we had this shoulder mounted um, launching thing. And I remember one of them, the the friend said, hey, uh, I want you to run as fast as you can. I'm going to try to hit you. And we lit it. And it basically it went right into the back of my my shoulder. 
and it, and it created <laughs> yeah it created a little round burn i remember <laughs> and i was trying to explain to my parents that it was just like you know i hit a branch or something but it was oh, like man. it was like burnt through the clothes but I yeah we, a pretty strong case of pyromania as a child mm. i would go to the garage and just burn different things so my dad once showed me how to light rubbing alcohol he like put it in a metal can and like lit it and i was like oh my god that's the coolest thing i've ever seen so i would go to the garage and do that mm. and i would take my caps from my cap gun and throw them in there and stuff mm-hmm. um but you know what i i found is like what was so satisfying was actually just you remember the there was like the plastic six shooter cap yeah yeah and then there was the roll paper caps right, right. and the the six shooter caps were great because you hit those with a hammer or whatever and they would just make so much noise but the roll caps i tried lighting them once and it was such a letdown because it like the yeah. whole thing went but it was just like a boom and it was right. gone like no big like no big blast or anything right yeah no. do they even sell cap guns anymore is that a thing of the past no you can still get it i got some do they you know uh, this See, is here's a, what's cool. okay here's I a mean, treat here's a treat we're, we're for placing our... ourselves we're aging ourselves but it's like you could buy that at 7-eleven back in the day no no, no. yeah it was I wanna, that ubiquitous i want to give our listeners a little insight so i think it was one of an episode at the guild where i used a cap gun and i don't know if we ever released that but it sounds vaguely <laughs> familiar yeah, i, I, I used it. I used it. Remember, I still have it. I, I'll bring it. I'll bring it to the set. But um, no, I mean, you know, when you're a kid, you, you want to explore and stuff like that. I remember um, learning how to like pick locks. See, know. it's funny you mentioned that story with like your friend going to Mexico to get fireworks. It's like, I remember fireworks being more available back in the day than they are today. Like we would have fireworks like to play with all the time, like throughout the year, too. And it wasn't just for, you know, like Fourth of July. True. But you the know, ones that the, the ones that you can get from you Mexico. You can get them like at the flea marts. Well, they were like the like the cherry bombs and the M80s and all those. Yeah, things. no, I mean, you can get those at like the flea markets, at least back in the day. I don't know how they do that today if they're allowed to even, but. Oh man, I love flea markets. It's like the best things. That's where I got the Magic Johnson <laughs> trading card. <laughs> I remember one? that. I remember. Don't that. know if it's real. No, it's a real one. It's a real one. <laughs> oh yeah, with that fake authentication certificate. <laughs> <laughs> spelled wrong. Fake, uh, it's so signature. real. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't even spell wrong. certificate properly. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but oh, man. I have no idea. I don't know what the young kids do these days. I yeah, mean, I guess people, some people aren't allowed to play with guns anymore. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, like, now too, like a toy gun has to like not look like a real gun. True. Right. I, I mean, had an awesome like chrome, fake chrome. It me was like too, man. I had oh, me one too. Of those chrome ones. Yeah. Wait, oh, yeah. didn't we bring one from abroad? Like I brought a couple and I remember that. yeah, I remember. I brought a bunch of like airsoft stuff from overseas and they look like legitimately real. Yeah. And- Somebody gave me an airsoft one of some kind. I don't know. I don't even know who gave it to me, but yeah, I mean, you know. And back in the day, the TSA, we didn't have enough. a TSA, but you know, like you, you can bring anything in, right? You know, <laughs> within reason. I used to go abroad. They didn't really sell airsoft stuff in the United States at the time. I remember I used to have like a big collection of that. Yeah. I used to have a lot of your, those. Uh, your plastic arsenal. Yeah. I'm thinking about that and I'm like, man, you know, I used to carry it around. And it didn't have like that little red, the red nose. tip or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So now it everybody looked, has to have like the red or orange tip. It looked absolutely yeah. real. I mean, like one of them was like a Smith and Wesson something. And uh, it reminds me of a what was it, Snatch or Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, where the guys have the replica guns and they go oh. and they try to rob the guy, but he sees that it says replica on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's how Dylan would pull off a heist. <laughs> <laughs> 
and you don't even need to do that because I remember in my neighborhood you can get a Saturday night special for 50 bucks at the time yeah, yeah it, was like, it, it, it was like yeah it was like at the um, corner <laughs> behind a uh, a little Buick <laughs> oh, it was uh, in the corner next to the guy selling hats yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy at the concert selling t-shirts right outside the concert right. but they're like yeah. wrapped around his leg and which is now next to the uh, the hot dog stand yeah and I mean nowadays you know it's it's a big no-no but um, but yeah that's oh, wow I remember doing a lot of that stuff but uh, you can't do that anymore he's right. well we started talking about YouTube and we ended up digressing and talking about our our youth bizarre childhood <laughs> I learned I think, a lot as a kid uh, yeah I did too I did too yeah free range right yeah so gotta- and advanced <laughs> chemistry doing uh, cyanide isolation you know that's like uh, the easy stuff wow okay well this is probably gonna get flagged on a watch list <laughs> I know we need to like beep, we need to beep everything <laughs> essentially because if this goes out because it, it'll go to like what um, speech to text yeah and then that gets uh, flagged terrible I guess it's just good we're not releasing the video yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Dylan's they have to do uh, one more step to find out who's speaking I know right uh, oh there you go right mm-hmm. my voice is my password I'm gonna change my voice <laughs> yeah you should tune everything down like a quarter step so <laughs> we should uh, we should auto tune this episode in honor of T-Pain yeah mm-hmm. there you go perfect you brought it full circle Jules and I think there you go <laughs> Well, thank you for listening to our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you. If you haven't yet, be sure to check out our YouTube channel where we got new content up there weekly. We do reviews and drink throughs. If you like what we do and want to help us out, be sure to check out our subscription membership program called Curiosity Private, which is also on YouTube. You get early access to review videos and unique content just for you. Another way to help us out is to buy t-shirts. I'll have a link to our t-shirt shop in the description. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, stay curious. Yes.